Hey people, this is Mutsa Samuel and welcome to Your Authentic Self or YAS podcast. Now this podcast focuses on connecting you with your authentic self, that deeper part of you that most of us ignore. I will be interviewing a diverse range of Zimbabweans and global citizens who are making their mark in their own unique way and are unapologetic about who they are. I encourage you to learn from their journeys and take in it what you need to assist you in your personal path of authenticity. Hey guys, what's going on? Mutsu Samuel here and welcome back to another episode of Your Authentic Self, a podcast, a podcast where we focus on finding authenticity through the stories of other people. So thank you for joining me. I feel like I'm apologizing on every single episode. Uh, <laughs> I did it the last episode and I'm doing it again for the inconsistencies in these podcasts. But I swear to you, I have a valid reason. This time, I just gave birth to my birth. I didn't give birth. My wife gave birth to our third child, my uh, little princess. Her name is Nala. She was born last week. So I have been inundated with um, preparatory duties and then after birth duties um, and just spending time with my little angel and her beautiful mother. So that is why I've kind of had to put literally everything else as secondary so I could make sure that she, they are taken care of. So apologies again. I'm not going to say it won't happen again. Uh, I, I'm just not, uh, I haven't gotten to the space yet, which is just another word of saying I haven't gotten the sponsorship. I haven't gotten to the space yet where I can do these podcasts as consistently as I want to. It's funny because I do have pre-recorded material enough for the next three weeks, but it's just life has gotten so hectic, not just with the baby, but also with work. I know I use this excuse a lot, but things, so many things are happening right now. I would like to say I am in my flow element. I just, things are just going together and pieces of the puzzle are being put into place. And because of that, it just makes things hectic and it even... It even forces me to prioritize uh, and, and really mark what is urgent and not urgent, what is important and what is not important. And it's really force, forcing me to streamline my, my productivity. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying the space that I'm in, but it's a lot. But it's not something that I can't handle. And those who know me know that I like to do things organically and not to force them. And so... Uh, I've been really wanting to get this specific, this particular episode of this podcast out. Um, and, and yeah, I guess now is the time to do it. Um, you know, so yeah, that's me. So apologies again, but, um, either way, um, enjoy. So this episode I have, uh, Sukaina. She is the founder and visionary behind, uh, Africa Dance Arts Trust. Africara Arts Trust. Um, she is such a dynamic individual, very colorful, very vibrant. I love the femininity that she brings in. She brings in a very different type of, of feminine energy. Um, because she's from the islands, um, her approach to life is a little bit more different from, you know, you know the 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 perspective of the African the, the African woman or the continental African woman, shall I say. And uh, I love that about her because um, she kind of reminded me that, you know, I'm very much in my feminine energy, by the way. And, um, and she reminded me that there are different aspects to being a woman. There are different ways to see things to being an African woman. 
um, and uh, and and she 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 approaches that and she displays that so unapologetically and she was very much on my list when i first started this podcast she was definitely one of the people that i wanted in fact um i was supposed to interview her about 2 months ago but then something came up life got in the way as it normally does so i uh yeah so i uh she she's doing quite a little a lot of stuff with her recently opened uh, africa dance theater hub which uh, opened uh, officially on the 29th of August, actually, uh, just a few days ago. And um, she had uh, representatives from the embassy of South Korea come through. Um, she had the Charles de Affaires de, of, um, of the embassy of Spain. She had uh, the director of Thomas Meikles uh, and the Meikles Foundation. She had uh, Honorable Dr. Dokora, who's the, minister of, the deputy minister of... Uh, Sorry, the Minister of Primary and Secondary Education. So, you know, she's, she's trying to disrupt, and I love what she's doing, that she's placed this hub, you know, and I like the use of the word hub, which means a, a, which implies a space, a co-working space, a creative space. So it's not just about dance, but it's about creativity. It's about challenging yourself. It's about expression, and she's done it at the heart and center of, of Harare, which makes it accessible to people from the north and the south. And um, I think she, she did this to mimic some of the things that she went through, which you'll hear in the podcast, uh, some of the experiences that she's had growing up in Paris and, um, and you know, some of, the, some of the exposure she got there and also in her home country. So she's brought all of that here to Zimbabwe and kind of fused it and made it her own. And she owns the space so well. And I'm not just talking about the physical space but she owns a very unique niche in the dance story, in the dance narrative of Zimbabwe, which is far from over. I think Zimbabwean dance, you know, and you look at the likes of Tumbuka, and, you know, they had such a great uh, reputation and vibe and energy about them, and they, were, they went global, and all of a sudden it just went down. But there is another chapter to the story, and she is certainly one of the writers of that chapter. With the work that she's doing with the young dancers, uh, who I've had the privilege of teaching as well uh, um, through her program was it I think last year or two years ago where they they have uh, specific uh, intense two week courses where they learn different um, arts. So I was teaching them capoeira, and uh, these students, you know, she she doesn't just teach them dance; she teaches them self discipline. Um, um, to improve self-esteem. She teaches them professionalism. She teaches them how to carry themselves well because she carries herself well. And she ultimately teaches them self-mastery, you know. And so she's, she's, she, is, she is, I would say, officially a Zimbabwean now. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, great, great woman to have and a great uh, personality and very driven and, um, yeah, one of the dynamic voices that this country needs, you know. So very excited to have her on the podcast and uh, enjoy her company immensely. And, uh, yeah, definitely t check out the Africera uh, Theater Hub right in the middle, smack that in the middle of town. I'll leave all that information in the information um, uh, panel. And, uh, yeah, please feel free to comment and, um, yeah, look out for them. They're performing all the time, Haifa usually doing stuff overseas in South Africa or in Europe as well. And um, she's helped quite a number of individual dancers attain global success. Okay, I've talked enough. Now watch me talk some more. Well, watch Sukayina talk some more. 
and uh, enjoy this interview. And remember, be authentic. Ah, Sukaina, comment ça va? Ça va très bien et toi? Ah, très bien, merci. Je parlais français un petit peu. Oui, J'habitais au Canada pour quatre ans. Ah, c'est bien. Ah, mais aujourd'hui, je ne parlais pas. Moi, je n'irai pas au Canada, sûrement pas en hiver. Ah, très bien. Été, en ah. été. <laughs> très bien. Sukaina, you have an amazing product here. We are, we've seen your new studios. You've now moved into town. You've got a big venue. Tell me, how did this vision start? Uh, a bit uh, as a burst by fire. Ah. Yes. Uh, uh, at a certain time, in 2014, actually, it was time for me to change, to change uh, mm. the way I was doing things and where I was uh, working and where I was going. And uh, I took a leap of faith. Mm. Um, yes, I had the safety net, let's say, mm. uh, in the sponsor, the donor, uh, Africalia, yes. from Belgium. Uh, and uh, I must say, they also encouraged me to, mm. to become independent, to do my own thing. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, was that scary to do that, to get out on your own and start something? Of course it was scary. They, they asked me, uh, but Sukaina, uh, why can't you become independent? Because mm. uh, I wanted to stop what I was doing before. Yeah. And when they asked me, why don't you become independent? We want to work with you. And uh, I said, well, actually, yes, I can become independent. Uh, and I already had the name, mm. Afrikera, yes. because I'm from Karukera, which is Guadeloupe in the Guadeloupe. French Caribbean. Yes, yes. And Africa. So I just married the two. Mm. That's why I'm here. It was ah. for, by marriage that I... Uh, ah. That so I came here before you asked me the question. <laughs> <laughs> so I yes, did. I did yes, the same yeah. uh, with the name and with the project that I'm doing, Africera, which is Africa plus yeah. Karukera. Karukera. Mm -hmm. So that's from the indigenous Indians. Yes. Yeah. The Arawak uh, Indians yes. that were decimated. Mm. Uh, only a few of them. You can see in the features of people in Dominica. Ah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Are left. Yeah. Did, is is do you have some of that in you also? The uh, I, in me, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have some mixture, but, but not, you don't not know. Arawak. Not, not, not Arawak. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's interesting. But and I remember that uh, when, because I lived in Guadeloupe, even if I'm born in France and did all my schooling and etc. But I mm. lived in Guadeloupe in my teenage years, and we had a, a house helper. Yes. Uh, called Matina. Uh, I don't know if she's going to hear me, uh, you know, but uh, <laughs> called Martina. She was from Dominica, but okay. she had uh, emigrated to Guadeloupe because ah. there are lots of Dominican and Haitian coming yes, to Guadeloupe, yes, Martinique. Yes, yes. And she was like an Arawak. Oh, wow. Know, or Carib, you know. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And very strong features, strong yeah, cheekbones. Very strong cheekbones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, smooth hair, curly, you know. Wow. And wow. Um, strong body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would make good dancers, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell me, how did you get involved in dance? Well, did this start at an early age when you were younger, in university? What, what uh, was sparked your interest in? Oh, no, younger. Mm. Uh, I, remember, I remember vividly when I was around six years old, six, seven, yeah. watching uh, TV. And, of course, there was, uh, there was uh, 
classical ballet. Uh -huh. uh, white ballet, as we say. This said. is in it France? Was, yeah, in, okay. in, in France. Okay. And um, it was Swan Lake, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, the woman with the tutu. So, you know, the, the little girl <laughs> fantasy. That's typical. Yes, yes. That's typical, but that's true. Mm. And I always wanted to, to, uh, to be, you know, uh, to enroll in a classical uh, ballet school, mm. but uh, it never happened. I studied with um, gymnastic, rhythmic gymnastic ah, first. Okay. Uh, and then I started seriously with the modern jazz when we went to live in Guadeloupe. I was 13 at ah, the time. So uh -huh. from 13 to 16, I was in Guadeloupe. I started with um, René Deauteur, okay. uh, is a Guadeloupean uh, jazz uh, dancer. Um, from the Matmatox area yes. uh, era, okay. oh. etc. Yes, so I learned from him first. And then when I went back to France at 16, I convinced my mother to enroll me in a dance program, which was okay. the Académie Internationale de la Danse, uh -huh. in the heart of Paris. Oh, wow. So you see, Afrikera is in the heart in, oh, of Parari. Paris. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> nice, Actually, nice. the Académie Internationale de la Danse was in Métro Bonne Nouvelle. Okay. And it was uh, underground, actually. Ooh. Yeah, the basement. Yeah, the basement. Mm. So there was that studio there, and there was another studio in uh, Michelange Molitor, which mm. is a bit more posh. Okay. And, uh, yes, yeah, so it had two studios. Wow. So that's how I started. And that, when I went to the Académie Internationale, uh, it was a three-year program, like any mm. good, reputable dance, dance company. Program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at, at least dance training program and uh, and uh, uh, so I trained there for three years uh, and that's when mm. I started ballet there uh -huh. I already had the jazz, modern jazz yes. I started ballet there, tap anatomy, physiology ah. the music voice um, uh, dance de caractère which is, uh, which is um, one of the uh, discipline that goes with ballet and okay. floor bar floor ah. bar as well okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and flamenco. Also. Ah, yeah, okay. Flamenco. And and the experience from the gymnastics it helped you. Yeah, I mean, at get least I wasn't you. stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also be aware of your body. Yeah, yes, and exactly. Also, uh -huh. And I've always been athletic. Okay. Yeah. So even uh, even at school, you know, gymnastic, I was. I was good because I could even choreograph the ah. the routine and help my other classmates to choreograph their routine. Okay, know, yeah. okay. And actually, at school, you know, you, there are always dance clubs at mm, school, so of course so you I went. was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so after this exposure um, in France, mm -hmm. where did your dance career take you? Where okay. did you go? Um, so when I enrolled at uh, the academy, I was uh, finishing my high school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so the academy was affiliated with the Lycée Racine. Okay. So I could do my academic combined with the dance. In my uh, class, there were lots oh. of uh, artists, like uh, ice skaters, yes. uh, musicians, dancers, yes, yes. you know, and etc. So I did that. Then after that, I enrolled at La Sorbonne in mm -hmm. English. And that was easier because you can fit your your, ah. your timetable. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then uh, after the three years, uh, during the last year that I was at the Académie Internationale, there, there were colleagues from, uh, at least classmates from Martinique. Okay. Uh, working for the Aimé Césaire. Uh, they were part of the, or, or products from the 
CERMAC, which is the Aimé Césaire Cultural Village mm. in Fort de France. Okay. And uh, Jean-Paul Césaire, the, the son, was uh, the director at the time. Okay. And uh, so, of course, we are cousins, Guadeloupe mm. and Martinique. Mm. So mm. he asked mm. me if I wanted to come and work at the CERMAC in Martinique. Mm. So I said, uh, yes. And, uh, and how old were you now at this I time? I was like uh, 19. Uh, wow, almost, uh, okay, so still 20, still yeah. young. Yeah. yeah, so that was to to um, manage the um, modern dance department at the CERMAC. Mm. And, uh, well, 7,000 kilometers. Uh, my mother was not too happy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, I took my independence, yeah. so I went to work there. Uh, at the CERMAC, they have... Uh, theater, they had a company, I don't know if it still exists, Théâtre de la Soif Nouvelle, okay, okay. they had uh, West African Dance, unfortunately the Senegalese teacher who was there passed yeah. away, okay. they had uh, traditional dance with uh, the, the traditional dance from uh, Martinique, okay. Okay, Bel Air okay. and Begin and all that, ah. and the uh, uh, dance department, yes. uh, modern dance department, which I was heading with a colleague there. And they also had uh, um, craft yes. and uh, plaiting, plaiting of yes, the hair. Of yes, of the hair, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, wow. A whole, a whole, it's a whole complex. And they have the uh, annual uh, Festival de Fort de France. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is it like a carnival? Also? No, it's a festival, Just a festival like, like, uh, like Haifa here. Ah, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So you're 19, 20 years old in charge managing this, mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. What are some of the lessons that you're learning? Are you, are you worried that you are maybe not, uh, uh, you're too young or are people telling you you can't do certain things or you're just doing it and you're, how, how are you feeling at I that get, age? I guess youth you know? sometimes it's a blessing. Because yeah, you, <laughs> you just do. Yeah. <laughs> you just do. <laughs> uh, yeah. But mind you, um, it's not like, it's not, it wasn't like a, a, a big complex like Africa, okay, okay? okay, where I was hiring teachers. I had colleagues, yes, okay, okay. So, with my co worker, we were both uh, heading it, and then we had other colleagues that were ah, teaching, yeah, okay, okay. And of course, uh, the CERMAC was paying them, I wasn't taking care of the payment ah, or whatever, okay, whatever, okay, yeah. okay. It was just artistically to, to um, manage it, to, yes. Uh, uh, provide uh, uh, choreographic pieces, ah, I uh, see. you know, for the festival. And, and, and because like of your exposure in France, that helped as well. Yeah. Could you see the links between the movement and dance culture in Europe and when you go back to the islands? Was there a connection, even though they might seem different? Um, the connection... Mm would be, you know, uh, Guadeloupe, Martinique, where colonies. Yeah, ah, okay. So only in the fact that uh, ballet was imported from yeah. Europe, you know. Yeah. But otherwise, Guadeloupe and Martinique have their own... Uh, have their own... Dances, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Begin, Mazurka, you know, there is yes. Mazurka in yeah. uh, Europe. So it was uh, some dances, very much like uh, in Zimbabwe. Yes. Were done to mimic... Uh, the uh, Europeans. Ah, mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Same as the uh, Afri African American. You see, mm. there are there are lots of similarities. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Huh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And what about with with now that you're you're based in Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. the, the 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 movement in Zimbabwe compared to, you know, your home country or even other African countries. Um, you compare West African dancing to Southern African dancing. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say are the connections there? 
There are connections in the rhythm. I really don't see why there is war in this world mm. when you can always find yeah. similarities. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Yeah. Yes. So uh, sometimes in the rhythm, mm. actually, I even uh, uh, um, recorded and sent uh, uh, this recording to Mangoma uh, Osnell, yes. okay. who is the uh, master drummer for Africa as well, ah. as well as playing for everybody right, anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and yeah. I said, please, Mangoma, I want you to, to learn those uh, rhythms. And yes. I was there recently. I was in yeah. Guadeloupe recently. Ah, and, okay. Yes, uh, uh, in June. And uh, it, uh, it feels so good to be home. Mm. Sorry, Zimbabwe. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, you have beach and... Yes, yes, and I miss it. It's a I very colorful culture, yeah? Yes, like, uh, yes, yes. express themselves. They wear and nice. every Saturday on the Place de la Victoire, which yeah. is the main square, yeah. like here it would be Africa, uh, Africa Square. Unit, yeah, yeah. Af uh, Unity Square. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So in the Place de la Victoire in pointe à pitre which is the capital of... Um, Guadeloupe and it's a port, you know. Oh. So uh, there is the uh, Groca, Groca, the Tambouillet, okay. you know, uh, doing their thing and people, uh. anyone can dance. Oh. And, you, know. you know, that's that's something that, uh, you know, my wife is from Angola mm. and you go there and the people are, are very much, ex I don't know what, maybe people who live on the beach. Mm. They're just more expressive. They're more comfortable and with themselves. With the, themselves. The yeah, body. yeah, uh, with the body. Angola, yeah. Angola Mozambique, yeah. and the Caribbean yeah. have similarities. Similarities, yes, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, so this is what happened. And also the way of dressing. Mm. And, yeah. And, uh, you have carnivals there also, yeah? Oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and uh, actually, I need to go there at the time of... Kind of. I'm coming with you. No problem. No problem. <laughs> I'm coming with you, man. Because because each time my brother sends me uh, footage, video, yeah, and you miss. So normally the carnival of Trinidad mm, is very yeah, famous. That's the big but one. All yeah. the islands have a carnival. Ah, okay. And uh, the, the the one in Guadeloupe is also big. Ah. And it starts. Hey, mind yeah. you, the preparation starts. You can hear the the music, the drums, and everything starts like in December Ooh. and the carnival is in February so imagine yeah. the groups the are already whole, starting to practice yeah. so very similar to even like in Brazil the way yes, they do yes, like they prepare yes, like yes. even a year before yes, yes, yes. Oh. some people ruin themselves just to buy the costume <laughs> if they belong to a fleet but you, yes, can, you yeah. can participate in the carnival without belonging Anybody to a fleet yeah. okay yeah. Oh, wow so you need to so bring some culture. of that. So it's a culture. The carnival yeah. is a culture. Yeah, absolutely. It, it cannot just be done like this. No, people, no. People, because the population... They know. They know, yeah. and they go out, they participate. I mean, and the businesses, they yes, close for yeah. that and everything. Yeah. So it's not something that... You can just put... Yeah. You know, they tried to do it here, the tourism, yes. and, and it, it didn't work, I don't no, think. I mean, I people... First of all, culturally, Zimbabwe is very conservative. Exactly. So I think when the Brazilians came with their, you know, people the were, ah, we're to beginning. And it's and like, you know, yeah. it's, and it's, so, it's, so it, it has to be something that, yeah, starts from even when people are young to say, mm. this, is, this is part exactly. of what we do. Yeah. You know, because so. I, was in the, I was in the first fleet. I mean, there was, it wasn't even a fleet. It was a truck that the um, Caribbean people who live in Zimbabwe hired. Ah. It was in the Nosa Boadi, okay. who is okay. from Barbados. Yes. And uh, so that was his initiative ah. to gather us and, you know, and uh, and the miss uh, the the miss of the carnival was even the wife of the um, wh was she I think so the wife of the uh, 
Minister of Tourism, I think. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, She's yeah. from Cuba. Yeah. Yes, from yes, Cuba. yes, yes, yes. So, uh, so, so she can understand. Yeah, yeah. So each fleet has a miss in ah. any case. Um, and uh, but but you see the 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 public, they were all amassed. Uh. Just looking, not yeah, really not participating, participating, but yeah. in Guadeloupe, Brazil, and everything. Uh, Even when they are, you know, watching the fleet pass, right? They, they're dancing, they dance yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, there is carnival in France also. Mm. Uh, I remember when uh, I was little, we were living in a village where we were the only black family, actually. Wow! <laughs> wow. And I was uh, dressed in a French cancan, the mm. costume. The, the colorful one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The French one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, from the 19th century, <laughs> those uh, review and cabaret um, yes. dancers. And uh, uh, my mother uh, made the dress. So, ah. yeah. And I remember that very nicely. And it, we were on a track, oh. you know, and we had. Uh, yeah. So oh, even wow. in France, there is they the, have the culture of carnival. Yeah. But it's yeah. not. It's not uh, uh, how can I say like the music is not the same? No, <laughs> I mean you feel it in your in your yeah, heart, in your yeah, guts, hear, when yeah, you yeah. When you, yeah. Or, the whole like, city you know, is yeah, yeah, yeah. in rhythm. Same. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Wow. And what was that like being an only black family? In a, was it a small village that you lived in? Yeah, it was a um, small village called Kuala Forêt. Okay. But. Um, because what happened is that I'm born in Paris, Paris, yeah. 15th, actually, okay. and my siblings as well. And after a while, my parents moved to a small village okay. that is now not so much a village. It's a residential ah. area now. Okay. You know? okay. Most of the villages that were around Paris are now becoming residential ah, areas they, with people now. working in Paris, but... Uh, Having uh, bought a pavillon, you know, ah, little villa. Okay, 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 I see. Renovating. Ah, so, okay. no, we were like, uh, it was uh, nice. I only have nice uh, <laughs> memories. <laughs> nice memories. Only good things to say about France. Eh? <laughs> yeah, not necessarily, but there at that time it was nice. We were, yeah. we even had a, a Nunu who was uh, watching us when my ah, mother was okay. at work. And yeah. Yeah, it was nice. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Wow. Mm -hmm. So let's let's move let's fast forward a little bit to you being in Zimbabwe now, and um, um, I've had the privilege of seeing some of the work that you do with uh, with these kids at Afikera. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to achieve with these children? Well, not children; they're young 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 people. Mm -hmm. What are, what are you trying to instill in them? Ever since I've been uh, in Zimbabwe, I came twenty years ago. Right, twenty one now. It was in ninety six. Uh, then ninety seven, I approached. Uh, it was the National Ballet at the time. Yes. Because when I came to Zimbabwe, I was living in New York. And, I, uh -huh. and I'm also an interpreter and translator. And I was working for a conference called Crossroad Africa, okay. where they talked about Tumbuka at the time, Introisa ah. um, uh, um, Festival. Yes. And there yes. was also Boise Sekwana, who was there from South Africa. And uh, uh, yes, so... I came, at least I knew something about the, ah, the, I see. the dance scene. And this was so, when Tubuka was, you know, very, yeah, very strong. Neville was still there. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, so when I arrived, at least I was not in the dark. Okay. I knew. And in any case, any dancers, any um, true dancer, yes. dancer, someone who feel like if they don't dance, they die. Ah. Wherever you go, you look for the dance. 
and the Ooh. dancers and the, uh, you know the artists. The real, the real ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So you got yourself into that. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. And um, I remember uh, meeting uh, Sue Powell, who was the manager at the time, and mm-hmm. she invited me to see a, a studio showcase that yes. they were giving at uh, National Ballet now DTZ, and. Uh, Neville wasn't there at the time. Uh, he had gone on leave or something. Yes. And uh, so I saw a performance, uh, and it was mostly boys, actually. Mm. But the, there was no black female dancers. Ah, yeah. okay. There, there was white female dancers. Okay. So after the show, I asked uh, Sue, but what's going on? Yes. I said, look at my skin. Yes. Huh? Where are they? <laughs> no, you know, you have to understand. It's the culture here. And, you know, different different pressure on right. the Right, okay. And uh, yes, that is true. Because um, at some point then, uh, uh, after working a bit with Tumbuka for the two months that Neville wasn't yes, there, yes. when he came back, I was asked to uh, coordinate the training program at the National Ballet, now ah. DTZ, and uh, that was in 97. Okay. And, and that's, uh, so that was the Dance Foundation course. Okay. And, oh, wow. Uh, yes, it was a program that started uh, from the initiative in the township, uh, I mean township or high density, yeah, that we call yeah. it here, and it was called Tamba, Famba, Moana, something like okay, that. Okay, okay. And so I took it over, and at the time it was two years, and it was half a day from nine to one. Okay. And I'm like, how is it possible to yeah. train dancers properly. professional and properly with only you uh, know half a day half a and day. two years? So uh, little by little, I transform it as a three-year program and full day. Ah, I and see. And with more uh, with more uh, disciplines. And that is because of my experience, uh, you know, being uh-huh. trained at the academy and then uh, continuing with um, Alvin Allais in, in yes. New York. Yeah. And ah, okay, yes. okay, I see. And uh, 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 Broadway Dance Center also at the time and then uh, Clark Center also at the time. So wow. you see, I had and all this experience that I brought here. And how long did you spend in New York? Uh, ten years. Oh, my mm. goodness. So you must have just gotten so much. Uh, oh well, my gosh! So. <laughs> I'm still getting. We, we are very lucky to have <laughs> this woman here. I tell you, that's that's amazing. Wow! I mean, to have studied in three very different places yeah. and then now to bring all of that here. Yeah. So, what was Zimbabwe mainly lacking? Was it professionalism? Was it not enough training? Was it not enough exposure to new elements of dance at that time? But you know what was happening is that I saw that dance was uh, for the. Elite, if we can ah, say, you know, people who are who could afford, afford it. Uh, and yeah. it was mostly uh, white people, from right. what I understand. That that was yeah. a shock, yeah. also a culture shock for me to come here and see ah. the different dynamics. I will say. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. So, uh, and I noticed that uh, uh, in Zimbabwe, so it was mostly boys dancing, black yes, boys, huh? black boys. Okay, okay. Uh, and then. Uh, you see, you have different dynamics in Zimbabwe. Mm. In the in the ballet uh, circle, you have more girls and no boys. So often, ah. uh, the National Ballet would have to get the boys from Tumbuka and the Dance Foundation course. Ah, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then in the Dance Foundation course in Tumbuka, you don't, you barely have girls. Girls. So uh, the girls are precious uh, when ah. we were training for Tumbuka. So most of the dancers 
that were in Tumbuka uh, at the time were trained by the DFC. I see. Yeah. And was it easy for them to transition from ballet to, to more modern dance? But the thing is that in the Dance Foundation course, they were not doing oh, they were, just ballet. Ah, uh, okay, okay, I see. They were doing everything. Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, because, uh, you know, since also they were not starting young, they were starting like at all level, okay. you know, school leavers. Yes. Um, uh, ballet, it's easier when you start young. Let's ah, say when okay. you, uh, I will say when your body is, uh, you know, getting, uh, how can I say, so stronger, it's better to start at eight uh, rather okay. than three. You cannot say that you, yeah, yeah. you are doing ballet at three. It's just uh, <laughs> it's introduction just playing, to yeah, movement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But uh, at eight, you have a better understanding of what it is turnout and everything. Also, your, your, your body can, um, can uh, take more of the out-of-nature transformation yes. that you are doing for uh, ballet. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now the philosophy uh, uh, in dancing is that, uh, mostly for contemporary, mm. that you should not uh, undo your body, you know, to mm. make it something else. You have to go uh, along with your body. And yes, yes you can avoid injuries yes, and things like yes, that. Yes, huh? yes, yes, yes. yes. Huh. So, of course, the training in the Dance Foundation course was not... Uh, just ballet. Ballet was like four, four, four days a week. Ah. Yes, still. Wow. For, but to enhance and reinforce uh, a technique yes. and to uh, give more range of technique ah, to I the see. body. Yeah. And what you were offering was, was new. Was it new back then? Was, were people... Uh, I guess so. I yeah. guess so. It was new back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. And also a big emphasis on the traditional dance. Because uh -huh. since the division was more contemporary, yes, and it still is with Africa, the the, the Zimbabwean con uh, contemporary uh, vocabulary must must uh, uh, how can I say must come from mm. or must be take its identity from, from the traditional the traditional dance, dance. Huh. not okay. trying to copy right right Europe or Senegal or South ah, Africa. I see. You okay. see? Okay. In any case, Tumbuka made, uh, uh, were famous in South Africa mm, at the time. So yeah, you see. Yeah, they were. Now there is very nice dancers in South Africa. Mm. Africa collaborates uh, ah. a lot with uh, moving into dance, you know. Very nice. We know Gregory Makoma very well, one of the teachers who was my former student in the Dance Foundation course. Uh, Peter Lenso. Right. Uh, after dancing with Tumbuka, went to dance with uh, Gregory Makoma, ah. and now he's back in Africa. Wow. And, you know, and he's okay. a freelance um, a dancer also. Sure. And so h tell me some of the things that Africa have been involved in. I know um, Haifa, you guys are consistently yeah. um, involved in. What other festivals and um, things have you guys in been Twasa, doing? We've done in Twasa, okay. in Bulawayo. Uh, let them festival. Yes, let them. Yeah. That was recent. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we had a recent one, and yeah. the, the, we did the one in 2015 also. Good, good. good. Uh, also, the Haifa pop ups in 2016. Ah, okay. Uh, with a two week collaboration with Moving Into Dance. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, uh, what else? Africa also went to Dance Umbrella. Okay. Um, with a piece uh, in collaboration. Yes. Also to Belgium with, yes. the, with uh, that same piece in collaboration, but the, the uh, Belgium version, okay. for example. Okay. Yes. And uh, right now we're having uh, this uh, uh, company with whom we've been collaborating uh, 
at the time, even while I was coordinating the DFC. So right, because I maintain right. my relationship. Okay? Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, they are coming this Saturday. Mm. Uh, and the dancers. Uh, so, so in order to do the Making Men version mm. of Zimbabwe with Zimbabwean dancers, because there is the Belgium ah, um, okay, version okay. as well. Oh, very so nice. The we'll, choreographer we'll is from Sierra Leone, but ooh. living in uh, Belgium. Very mm. nice. And they'll incorporate still local dancers as well into... Yeah, the, the, the three that come from Africa. Ah, Africa. okay, okay. Oh, that's and, great. That's uh, great. But always incorporating... Um, Going with the identity of the dancers wherever ah, they are. Ah, I know? see. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you, f I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but how do you do that? Because don't you have to now know how they dance as individuals, but also as a group? Then you yeah. decide w which direction to take. Is, well, that's not an easy thing to do, is it? To Yeah, you see, uh, there is a trend now when choreographers who work with... Uh, dancers from yes. other countries or, you know, let their bodies speak also yes. and observe. Now, choreography is not so much all the time. Uh, okay, I'm doing this, so do what I'm doing. Yes. Uh, they also let the uh, dancer express themselves. Oh, yes, what you just did is quite ah. nice. I wanted it like this, but I like better your version. Okay. Uh, or... Um, Dancers, I would like to add a song. What song do you know from, uh, you know, things okay. like that. Okay, the input from oh, the dancers now. Oh, I like these now. steps from okay. your traditional dance. Okay. Let me transform it like this. You know, things like that. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So a very open relationship yeah. now. Yeah. Not do this, do this, do yeah. this. Yeah. No, yeah. that. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's mm -hmm. good. I like that. I like that. Um, me too. I think, <laughs> because I, I mean, that's also how I teach as well. I mean, I'm, I'm. I, I, I teach capoeira, but also mm -hmm. moving now into body movement, right, yeah. and exploring that. And a lot of my classes are now um, move how your body feels, yes. you know, and, and I'll take different elements and I say, okay, this is the foundation, but then, yes. you know, apply what you mm -hmm. feel you need yeah. to. And, and, and Because I did capoeira also when yeah. I was in New York. Right. Uh, uh, um, if I take capoeira now, I would surely not do what I was doing <laughs> when I was in New York, as the years have yeah. passed. Uh, there's been uh, uh, capoeira. There is capoeira yeah. uh, in uh, Afriquera. Right, right. And uh, yes, I understand. So you, you, you actually teach it the way... Uh, it fits the body, the yes, individual body, course, because my absolutely. body is not the same as yeah, yours. Absolutely. I cannot do the turns on the head, I'm sorry. I can do the cartwheel, <laughs> but you know. But not the, it's mm. funny because you'll, you'll, ha you'll go to a capoeira um, event and you'll get this master. He's probably 70, 80 years mm, old, mm. but he'll still play. Yeah. And his movements will be very basic, but very good. Yeah, and that's he, the thing. He, he won't move as much as you, but he'll still win yeah. because yeah. he understands the game in his head yeah. and in his heart exactly. more than, you know, it's not even about the physical please people you know. respect your elders Absolutely. <laughs> they have things to you know don't the, actually people should not be judged by the by the uh, how can I say the brio that they yes, can give like yeah, of course, 10 yeah. turns yeah. I mean don't give me 10 turns if you cannot uh, do them properly, properly exactly. if you give me one and one is more difficult yes, than to do 10 there actually there you go absolutely uh, you yeah. know control yes yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. No, I completely understand. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I want to know, if you were to give me um, something in your life where you said, if it wasn't for this moment, I wouldn't be where I was today, what would that thing be? Just any, any I know there's probably many, but just give me one. <laughs> one, I, one. I, guess, I guess to have met the father of my children, ah, who is Zimbabwean. 
there you and go. it's it's uh, yeah because of that marriage that I, that I came here. to Zimbabwe. Yeah, even yeah. though I didn't want at the time because I came in two thousand <laughs> no, in, I came the first time in nineteen ninety two and I was not impressed. Oh really? What yeah. was wrong with was it too conservative? Too I think, no, I think I think from what I understand there's been a drought. There ah, was a drought. Okay. The, and and I had to bring a suitcase of uh, of uh, Pampers at the time because I had a, a baby and oh, I was pregnant with the okay. second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm like, what? What the hell? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and then slowly it grew on you, like. Yeah. So when I came in, uh, finally in '96, then I came by myself with my uh, children. Okay. And uh, I made my niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, for two months, I was like, "Oh gosh, I'm bored. What Where are, are the people? For yeah. me, the people were the people, the artsy Art, people, yeah, yeah, and everything." Yeah, sure. And that's when I uh, I saw a poster of the uh, Sadek Film Festival uh-huh. at the time. And since I'm also a, a consultant in interpretation and translation, uh-huh. I walked into the office of the director and I said, uh, "I see that your festival is international. Surely you need." interpreters ah. and it's like oh no sorry we already have a deal with an agency so I'm like okay and then they call me back one month later and that's when I started meeting Whoa, you different know, people and yes because yes I am in the dance mm. sector but I'm I'm not only interested in dance yes yes okay? yes I'm yes. interested in film literature mm. sculpture visual art because um, I collaborate with all these people I see um, you know, for example, Sabine Amswati. Yes. I met her when she was uh, finishing her studies with Hope Maxike, actually. Ah. Uh, um, doing a fashion design. And uh, uh, now Hope is a brilliant uh, yeah, singer. singer. Yeah, singer, yes. Fantastic, uh, yeah. Sabina is in demand when you have to do the wardrobe for movies, for theaters. Mm. She did also for me, for Essence of Women uh, Dance Company, Dance Ensemble, mm-hmm. which I created in 99 to counter the lack of black female dancers ah, in Zimbabwe. Okay. But actually, uh, uh, it does not just cater for, for the black female yes, dancers. Yes. I, uh, it's, it's more like a Everybody. rainbow. You yeah, know? Yeah. But at least they know that with that company, they have a place. Wow. Okay. Mm. Sure. Mm. So definitely meeting the father of your children mm-hmm. and coming to Zimbabwe. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yes. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the content that you just heard and it is the end of the podcast, but not necessarily the end of the journey. This podcast is part of the greater Your Authentic Self or YAS series. This series includes YAS blogs, YAS vlogs, and of course the YAS podcast that you just heard. There's also YAS ebooks and YAS interactive seminars, personal development consulting. Please feel free to email me at motivate at for more information. You can also submit to my mailing list where I have exclusive content for my subscribers via my blog on Medium. Also, you can visit me on mutsasamuel.com. Find me on Facebook as well as follow me on Twitter. Have a great day. And remember, be authentic.